1: All right, cool. You guys ready? Let's run it. I'm ready. Yeah, welcome welcome to Pickle Pod. We got uh, Shay Underwood. I would say I would say Shay Underwood is probably the best content creator out there in pickleball right now. So uh, and I'm just fluffing you up because there's gonna be a lot of criticism coming. <laughs> hey, I'm preparing you.
0: Who are you who's gonna criticize?
1: I'm just joking. I don't have anything bad to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> you
0: didn't <laughs> introduce me. I'll introduce myself. I'm Who Tyson Apostle. Uh, yeah, and I also create some pickleball content, and so does uh, Thomas. So we're all three <laughs> pickleball content creators, I guess. Is that, yeah. is that fair to say? That's probably the best way to put it, yeah. Um, Shay, give us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from?
2: Yeah, I'm from Young Harris, Georgia, which is like the northeast part of Georgia. And by the way, Thomas, I do appreciate a good fluff, so thank you yeah. for that, man. Uh, well, <laughs> you, yeah, I, I
0: live. You Georgians <laughs> love your fluffs,
1: uh, dude. <laughs> you have no idea, Tyson. You have no idea. Wait till you go to yeah. Georgia for the first time.
2: <laughs> I've been to Georgia. Come on. Okay. Yeah. So I live and play out of the Atlanta metro area most of the time, but I'm up visiting my parents right now. In northeast georgia and get some games in up here as well
0: okay cool yeah and uh you are a content creator by
1: trade
2: sort of yeah more like sort of. a- that
0: means no
1: yeah <laughs> you have like two uh, from what i know and again i we just talked about this off air but i only know shay through essentially like instagram dms and then shay's done some some blogs for us and we've helped promote yeah. some of his, his videos. And I obviously watch his, his YouTube channel. Um, uh, but yeah, you, you mentioned that you have like two, you have a full-time job and then you do real estate, like on the side, right? You're a functional engineer. Tell me, tell yeah. me about
2: that. Yeah. So I have a full-time job. So I graduated from Georgia tech as an engineer and I have a full-time job working for Kimberly Clark. Uh, they do things like Kleenex, Huggies, stuff like that. If you've and ever been engineer. to the
0: bathroom in a public restroom, you'll see the logo. Kimberly yeah. Clark, right. Yeah. They're everywhere, man.
2: It's, it's yeah. all around us. <laughs> There's brother, no guess, escaping. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I, I work in their supply chain and then uh, that's kind of like my main nine to five job. Luckily it's remote and flexible hours. So it allows me to do things like this and work on my content on the side. And I uh, actually, I do have some other like side hustles as well, which kind of all ties into this pickleball road to pro, right? And one of the big parts of on the road to pro is you have to have the finances to actually go out and tour. And so that's kind of what I'm working on right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's pretty
0: cool. I So my introduction to you, Shay, was not even Thomas telling us that you were going to be on the podcast this week. It was somebody else messaging me saying, this guy has the craziest serve you've ever seen. He's been working on some spin stuff. You should have him on your podcast if that interests you. And like literally, like two days le- later, Thomas messaged me and was like, "We're gonna have Shay Underwood on the podcast." I was like, "Oh, that's serendipitous in a way."
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to cool, have man. I want to have Shay on because I feel like the like the run of the run of the mill move is just let's get a pro or let's get like a paddle manufacturer. And I was just like. I, I wanted to have somebody who just like loves pickleball as a yeah. sport, like you live and breathe it. Um, I can imagine that you started the content creation because you just were such a fan of pickleball and identified that there's an opportunity and that it's not many content creators out there. So I feel like you just kind of have that like knowledge of pickleball at its core. And you're, you're just so enthusiastic about it, that it'd be cool to have somebody like that on. So, um, that was kind of the thinking there for, for those wondering out there.
2: Yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it there. I mean, I'd, I've i played games like Rocket League and Call of Duty in the past. It's kind of like my background. And I always thought about how cool it would be to be a content creator in one of those spaces. Yeah. And then when I was actively trying to get recruited for kicking uh, to go to, and to play fo- college football in college, um, I was working on producing content. And, you know, I just kind of developed these skills over time and then hopped into Pickleball. And like, dude, like you said, there's such a large space and so much room for creativity in it right now. And so, yeah, I just started making videos and slowly got better over time. And now I'm sitting here talking to you two today. Yeah. Yeah. And for those listening who
1: think the same thing, because <laughs> I know there's a lot of people out there who are like, like they love Pickleball. Like there still is a massive opportunity for content creators. And, and honestly, yeah. like we need more of them They help. They help grow the again. game. So if you're one of those people who listens to this pod and you're like, you know, I could do a pod or I could be a content creator. You should just, start, just start putting content out there. You'll get better as you go. And um, and uh, again, there's an opportunity and there's a need for it really. Yeah.
0: So Shay, you go, you're going road to pro. Your goal is to become pro, show how to become pro, show how you did it and do it. Is that like essentially like what is the... What is the game plan there?
2: Yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it. Um, So, like I said, I played college football. And, you know, in that time period, I really thought that I had a chance to go to the NFL and be a kicker and punter there. And when I got to college, man, just so many other factors influenced that and ended up making me not be able uh, to make it that far. And I was backing up, you know, two great players in Harrison Bucker and Presley Harvin. Um, For those that watched football, they now play for the Chiefs and for the Steelers. But in that time period, I really thought that, you know, I left some stuff on the table. And, you know, after getting out of that college football scene and finding pickleball, I really wanted to make sure I left no doubt, leave nothing else on the table. Like, you know, this is my chance to go pro at something. So why not just, you know, do the best I possibly can at it? And also, why not just freaking film the thing while I'm doing it? Make some content out of it. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah.
1: I like it. I like it. Well, so, okay, so you're – would you self-rate as just, like, a high five zero right now?
2: Yeah, probably. I had some games recently with Zane Navratil and two other pros in our local area, and I wasn't, like, quite their level yet. I think I went 2-6 and six yeah. on the day, but, I mean, I'm definitely up there and yeah, just you grinding and trying to get there.
1: You can hang. That's how I feel. I played with Kyle Yates this past weekend, and it's yeah. like, you know, you can – you can hang in those games but sure. when he decides to turn it on yeah which like you know if you were to play them in um in a tournament environment when the match matters they yes. go they switch into another gear it's um it's insane so Kyle you can just kind of see when he turns it on i mean his hands are just so damn quick his resets and the other thing i noticed just about if you're not a pro and you're playing against pros like you'll have those games and you'll feel like you can hang with them. But there's that difference in like, for example, a firefight, you know, you're hit. It's like, it's basically just instinct. It's just reflex. And Kyle in those moments is still like, no, I'm not just gonna mic down. I'm not just going <laughs> to hit it back. Right. Like I'm going to pick my spot and I'm going to put it right at like your left foot, or I'm going to put it right down the, in the heat of battle. And like, that just comes with experience and honestly just playing like a lot of pro tournaments. So there's a lot of different nuances like that, that you just don't realize until you play against these guys.
0: If you ever find yourself playing with a pro and you want to see them at their full, like full on, like this is their highest level of play, score a point on them and then celebrate the point. <laughs> yeah. incessantly To the yeah. point where they're like, okay, that's the last point. I scored right, two man. points on Zane Navratil when we were goofing around playing singles He scored after that. It was the first two points. After that, he scored 22 straight points on.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I will say, though, that like when you play against Ben, like there's a reason I think he's at the top. He doesn't (laughs) he kind of just goes out there and just kills everybody. Like he's not he doesn't like take it down a notch like the other pros. He does a little bit. But, like, Zane will, Zane will chill and, like, have fun and, and laugh. Yeah. I feel like Ben's just a, a killer.
0: We've yeah. got to teach him how to laugh,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, all right. So uh, how have you played any pro tournaments at this point?
2: No. So about nine months ago, I completely withdrew myself from every single tournament I was playing in with the goal that on my birthday in February, coming up soon, I would then re-enter tournaments and you know make darn sure that I was a 5.0 at that point. So I've just been grinding in those nine months up to this point and now about to hop back on the scene in February and see where I'm at.
0: Okay. So what are, what is your plan of attack here in those last nine months? Are you hiring coaches? Are you just trying to get as many pro games in as you can? Are you drilling? What are, what are the things you're doing and how often are you doing them?
2: Yeah. So the ratio right now is about four to one drilling to play. So about four hours drilling, one hour of playing and, part of being a content creator in pickleball means that I sit down and I watch myself play for like eight hours at a time. It's ridiculous. I'm watching the same point over and over and over trying to edit it and get the right framing on it. And so I do a lot of like introspective, you know, just analysis of my games. I think that's been really helpful for me as well, but those are two of the main things just drilling and then trying to find competitive games on the weekend. It's kind of tough. Um, in the Atlanta area because a lot of it is just open play on tennis courts. yeah. And that also goes into like what I think is the second bucket of becoming a pickleball pro, right? You have your finances, and then two is your network. It's like who are you actively playing with all the time? Who is going to invite you to play these games on the weekends? And just trying to find ways to grow that is, I think, super important as well. Yeah, Uh, it is tricky. Sorry, go ahead, Tyson.
0: Oh, I'm just saying it is tricky. You're talking about the network. It's like you want to play up but yeah. the players that are up also want to play up. They don't want to play yeah, down. Right. And so now right. you have everybody wanting to play up, but in that scenario somebody has to play down somewhere. And so I, I that's the that is really tricky. Like, "Hey, how come you're not inviting me?" Well, cuz I'm better than you. Oh, well, I'd still like to play sometimes. Like that's yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that is the hard hard part of pickleball and uh, you see it mentioned on the pickleball forum on Facebook, a lot of people, you know, saying like, what do you do in those situations? And, uh, and yeah, there's a lot to it, but Thomas has always been able to sweet talk his way into games with people better than him.
1: Yeah. They just promised like an Instagram post or something. (laughs) (laughs) And then when they're out there with me, they're like absolutely miserable. Um, Tyson, how do you feel about the fact that, uh, you asked Shay, like, what the game plan is. And he just dropped a, a drill to play ratio. That's yeah. My, my yeah, drill, my drill to
0: drill play, to play, play like... my ratio is zero to uh, 100. Yeah. Nice. yeah right. Zero <laughs> drilling, 100% yeah. play. You said that and, before. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because, uh, <laughs> it's like I don't, play, I don't spend enough time on the court. Yeah. Who practices yeah. like I, I have four to six hours a week to get on a court at, you know, at two or three days. And so I am not drilling. I should probably drill. But even when I show up and I'm like, hey, I should drill today. I found a drill partner. We inevitably end up just playing. Yeah. Like, let's just find two more people and get this boring stuff out of the way and start playing some games.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Shay took that a step further in that he withdrew from all tournaments until he feels like he's at the, yeah. the right level. You know who else did that? me just, just these two sisters you might know of venus and serena williams oh wow i did not know that so no was, mm-hmm. like mine. i, mines, I that, guess i just watched that movie king king richard yeah with yeah. will smith and you know richard the dad it's like they're withdrawing from all tournaments and everyone was like they're already pro level he's like nope not till they're ready
0: what uh if they
1: made a pickleball movie who, who would it be about good question um maybe like uh dude it should just be about like you and me tyson like
0: okay yeah no i think so too yeah come on <laughs> no definitely you're right and shake and Shay, you can have a cameo
2: in it too sweet no. man i'll take that i'll be the videographer no. how about that
0: okay yeah. or okay. you could be the uh i mean we could also go to your story like it's like me and thomas just having a great time playing pickleball coming up through the you know the lower ranks to the medium ranks and then all of a sudden uh this kicker from college who decides that his athletic career is not yet finished uh comes into the sport we're a little jealous obviously uh and you have to wear your letterman jacket from college when you play the first for sure for sure yeah the first games yeah
1: yeah Yeah, that was a given you didn't even have to say that one yeah he
0: knew um so Shay, these videos that you're making uh have been getting because this whole year has been about the spin serve. I think that that has been a huge topic of discussion is this spin serve and you have (laughs) developed a serve, correct? That is some people are saying kicks harder than
2: the Zane saw. Yeah, it's questionable. So actually (laughs) when I was playing Zane, um, mm-hmm. I was using that serve and he was also using a one-handed serve and it's oh, very clear that like spoiler. Like, yeah. I mean, this is clear. Like he's known for his serving. He's obviously going to try to get the next best serve possible. Yes. yes. Right. So he's definitely going to be using something like that, but his, his Zane saw, right. His chainsaw was just so much better than his one-handed serve. And mm-hmm. I think mine at at certain times, it's better than anything I can produce with the chainsaw but it's a little more inconsistent because I'm using two fingers instead of two hands. And so I don't have quite the amount of control that I'd like to have. Yeah. But dude, just look at Morgan Evans. Like, I mean, obviously there's something to it. He's just crushing it with that serve and he's only using his thumb and his index finger or his middle finger. So, right. I mean, there's, there's definitely something to it. I have a question okay. when you
1: go out on the court and you just like mercilessly ace people over and over again, do you feel bad at all?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'll never do it in rec play. And in fact, I posted a video recently. It was like, I like win like 50% of my serves or 50% of my point on serves. And that was like a tournament style game. It was competitive. And dude, I felt terrible. Like it's just, it's not really fun for them. And even if they do get the ball back, it's like, I'm just going to drill it at you on the third shot regardless. Um, So there's definitely a time, but dude, when I was playing Zane and then uh, my two friends, Ella and Tim who are pros as well, Like they didn't have any trouble with it because they see it all the time. It made the returns not quite as offensive as they could have been. It was definitely an advantage for me, but it was not like I wasn't acing everybody left and right. You know? Yeah.
0: And what about your return on Zane's serve? Were you able to return that the majority of the time and know where it was going to bounce and have no problem with it?
2: Yeah. I don't think Zane aced me at all, but I know Tim did uh, one of the other guys did, which is with the regular serve. I would just miss that a couple of times. But knowing which way the ball is going to spin on a spin serve really makes it much easier to return because it doesn't quite come at you as fast. It kicks really hard, but if you can read that, much easier to return, I think, personally. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, Thomas and I had some experience in a tournament together, playing together, where everyone was using the Zane saw except for
1: us, essentially. Well, Well, they were doing it off the finger, but yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Essentially they weren't,
1: doing, they weren't doing the paddle just to clarify. Yeah.
0: They weren't doing the paddle. Yeah. They were just doing the hand one cause the paddle one had already been outlawed. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I have to say, I like watching those serves on camera. I think they're very inventive and creative and I think definitely like if it's uh, within the rules, then yeah, it's legal. Uh, but having it done to me, I have to say, uh, in tournament play especially was infuriating.
1: Yeah. If you I mean, do, if you do it to me, you're a tool.
0: Yeah, that's how I could tell Thomas's okay, yeah. reaction. Uh he got aced by this kid who just did like one really nasty one. Like it was he was really nasty. He wasn't hitting all nasty ones. Like he'd try every yeah. time and get this like one, one out of three, but this one in particular was very nasty. It was a
1: 90 degree cut. And,
0: and Thomas like, goes, "Cool, neat. Do you feel cool about
1: that? Is that <laughs> that's that's really cool that you did that." But if you do it and you're on my team, I'm like, sick. Sure, all yeah, day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome. how I feel too. Maybe chat's
0: bomb. How accurate, because you said like this uh, one-handed spin isn't as accurate. Uh, how many serves are you missing versus how many serves don't have hardly any kick to them? Like, What is the percentage that you really nail this serve? Yeah.
2: I think anytime I try it has a kick to it and I can get every single one of them in play. Okay. It's more like if I want to make it as nasty as possible, I'm going to miss 10% of it. And okay. Zane mentioned to me when I saw him recently, like that's a good percentage because if you're hitting every single serve in, that means you're probably leaving something on the table. And there's probably a couple points you could have won just by increasing the speed or the placement of your serve. So I strive for like 90%. Um, in play and because of that a lot of them are much nastier than they would be if i adjusted 100 percent in play
0: okay i like that you don't think that that's zane trying to sabotage your pro career before it even gets going <laughs> no
2: i don't think so i had my I had my guard up
0: <laughs> okay good yeah you gotta gotta filter everything and make sure because he is very strategic yeah. um what's the first tournament where are we going to see you february i february. haven't really right.
2: decided yet haven't really decided yet so there's a couple on the list uh there's obviously in the southeast i'm going to try to stick around here for the first year uh, there's a really good atlanta open is always an incredible tournament uh, right Shit. here in my my home state so that, that definitely make it awesome. to that Oh uh, yeah and you're signing up man. pro this is full full-blown pro here oh uh, so probably not in case unless i get the right partner uh I don't really know who my partner is going to be yet at these tournaments. So okay. most likely we'll go for 5-0. And once I establish myself as like winning those, then then I'll go to the pro level. Yeah. But, Ideally, but...
0: if you could choose one partner, who would it be?
2: Ben Johns. <laughs> That'd be yeah. but I mean, easy. Don't you want to play a little yeah, bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. With sure. it, don't you
0: want to play a little bit too, though?
2: Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, somebody that's like actually my level, or not not my level, but around there. Um, I actually worked with Scott Golden recently. I think we make okay. a pretty solid pairing.
1: Yes. Uh, we, we nice. played with together. My, I played with him in my first tournament. We drew Tyson and Riley. My first one. ever my first ever pro match. Yeah, they won. Yeah. Well, oh they you, you lost. What do you think? I don't um, know. Hey, what's Illa <laughs> Illa's last name? Give me Illa's last name. Illa Van England. And he's a pretty solid player. So Zane actually picked it. So Zane's doing uh Zane explains blog and newsletter series with us now uh, and he's just got a bunch of questions that he typically hears from from fans and he's just going to like break them down give his take the first one he did a synopsis of like who he thinks the uh players to watch are for 2022 illo was up there uh pretty high would he would he play with you in a in a match and, and is that kind of that's somebody you, you play with pretty frequently right
2: yeah so I don't know about a pro tournament at this point, but we are playing in a pickleball league together. Illa started a pickleball league called the Southeast Pickleball League, and it's like a flex style league. So we're playing as partners in that this coming year. So we'll see how that goes. What's a flex style league? What does that mean? It's instead of having one centralized location where you play all your matches, you will move around and play on different people's home courts. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. But Illa does have a very solid partner in Tim, and I think they won – gold or silver at nationals, indoor nationals. Uh, who's, who's Tim? What's Tim's last name? I, I can't think of his last name. It starts with an M, maybe like Mulaney. I want to say, I, I mm-hmm. could be completely. Would you rather that. play with Tim or Illa? Illa because I play with him more. I think okay, I would so we probably just got to figure out how to get with rid Tim. of Tim. Yeah. Yeah. i got to, bring a bat to the court next time wait something. no I didn't say yeah. that
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> how vibe. many hours are you spending playing are you are you hitting the courts every day to some capacity yeah. or at least hitting a ball every day even if it's up against your wall in the garage or what like go yeah. through like a standard pickle a standard day you stand day, yeah
2: yeah so I wake up around like six o'clock do my morning routine um, and that mm-hmm. consists of just like stretching and like mental clarity just kind of getting like ready for the day. And then 7 to like 12, I'll usually work uh, for my full-time job. Around that time, I'll take off, hit the gym, or go to the courts, one of the two. And then after that, uh, we'll get back into full-time work, probably wrap up around 3 or 4 o'clock. And then from that 4 p.m. to like midnight, pretty much, I'm working on editing. I'm at the courts grinding. I'm in the gym. I'm hanging out with friends occasionally. You know, there's just uh, pretty much pickleball from that point on right now. Or working on things that directly influence my pickleball career, like the rental properties and setting up those finance and passive income streams. Okay. Got it. So
1: you're not like a really intense person or anything, it sounds like.
2: No, not at all. Not at
1: all. It's sarcastic because you just told me that in an (laughs) average day, you stretch, you work on your mental clarity, then you go to your engineering job where you're a functional engineer for a massive company. Then you uh, then you look over your real estate, and you go to the gym. Then you play a little pickleball. Then you do all the content creation for your YouTube channel, and then you work on your passive income stream. So that's uh, that's a lot,
2: man. It is a lot. But like I said earlier, like I'm leaving no doubt this time. You know, I've I've had this story before, and I saw how it ended, and I'm having a chance to write it again, and it's going to end differently. Okay,
0: so. I like to. You've mentioned that a couple times. Is, is there things you would have changed in your college kicking career, or something nah. that you you said you left stuff on the table, or you just feel like you didn't meet your potential, or you weren't able? Like, what is when you say that? What does that mean? You left something on the table there.
2: Yeah, I just know that if I spent the amount of hours practicing football and working on my body like I am right now, uh, spending the same amount of hours I did. For, uh, on pickleball, if I had done that for football, it would have played out a little bit differently, I think. Okay. Um, things were put into place, like I said, I was I was backing up two of the premier athletes that are now in the league, and I made a lot of great connections, you know, in that time period, and got good grades and did well in school. So I wouldn't necessarily change anything, but I just know, like, I could have done better yeah. if I had if I had done the right things during that time period.
0: Okay, so more like you probably didn't play up to your potential because you didn't necessarily focus on excelling
1: in that space completely
2: yeah exactly okay
1: so do you watch uh do you watch a lot of pro pickleball like you're gonna watch nationals this weekend
2: yeah i watch a good bit of it i mostly catch like the replays um yeah like late at night or something i'll just sit down and watch some stuff but i really don't actively I'm no, i don't like catch all the live streams or anything like that One thing I've noticed is that since being in this content creation space, I spend very little time watching other content, uh, including like live streams of professional pickleball, because so much of my time is dedicated to producing my own content and working on my own game.
0: Yeah. Okay, what about this? Thanksgiving morning. Family tradition, turn the TV on, put it on mute. (laughs) You got college football on there or you got
2: pro pickleball on there? That's a good question. We got pro pickleball on the TV. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Pro college football on the tv yeah and then a pro pickleball on my phone
0: okay yeah, <laughs> the two yeah, screener yeah. okay cool yeah. i actually like pro pickleball being streamed everywhere because there's a background thing i turn on in my home now when it's going i just like put it on my tv turn it on mute can go about my day catch some game yeah. uh but okay cool uh thomas what else
1: well i'm curious are you more of a uh, singles or or uh or doubles guy are you both
2: doubles for sure 100 no doubt i don't have like any tennis experience at all so i'm missing parts of my game yeah like the positioning that comes with singles right so most of my game is in doubles which i think is a lot more different than tennis than singles is right so working on that right now and then you know obviously i am working on singles on the side but it's not it's not a key point for me right now not a main focus okay God, and
0: how did you develop your serve uh uh I I I rarely try doing any type of spin serve, and it's mostly because when I do try, I fail at it miserably. Uh, but I don't sit there and practice all day every day. Where are you sitting on the couch tossing a ball up in the air while you're watching TV? Are you like, how did you develop your serve?
2: Yeah, dude. So when I first started playing, I actually mentioned this in one of my earlier videos. But you go to the courts and you meet these old people that are playing, and they're like, "Just get your serve in." You're never going to ace anybody on your serve. And I immediately was like, that's just, that's just not true. Like that can't be true. Right. So I, I watched and saw Zane, how he's doing his serve. I saw other people doing very similar serves and then, yeah, man, I just got to the lab and started working. Like I started trying to figure out different ways to spin the ball and I saw what Morgan Evans was doing. It wasn't very clear to me how he was doing it. And then one of my friends actually (sighs) mentioned that I should look into cricket because in cricket, when they're, I think it's called bowling uh, or pitching, one of the two, they put a lot of spin on the ball using their index and middle fingers. And so I sat down and I watched like three hours of cricket gameplay and and tutorials and figured out like how they do that. And then, yeah, over the next week, I just started flicking the ball up with my fingers and several several uh, sore fingers later, I'm now like pretty actively or pretty consistent at flicking the ball up.
0: And do you have calluses all over your fingers where you need to spin the ball from?
2: Not anymore. Not anymore. They, they're pretty chill now. Like I've kind of yeah. figured out how to prevent that. But at first, yeah, it was, Is it it was very filling sore. a glove
1: full of Vaseline and then putting your hand in it at night. <laughs> yeah. You got me. You got me. No, <laughs> actually... you, know, in, you know, in Zoolander, the hand model where he like keeps his hand in a, glass <laughs> in a big glass ball, and, and then in a firefight, like so, yeah, it finally gets shattered.
0: So now there's not as much friction now that you've figured out the spin. So it's not as rough on your fingers as that well essentially your fingers gotten used to it
2: i was doing like a thousand serves a day early on just like a thousand flicks right and so that's obviously gonna have an impact on my fingers but now i know how to do it it's not going to get much better i just do like whatever i need to for that drilling session so the frequency has gone down quite a lot
0: okay in an unbiased standpoint are these serves good for the game or not
2: I think they're good for the skill ceiling. I think that, so I think we need to kind of break it down into two different groups. You have, you have the seniors at the rec players, right? Who can't move as well. And then you have your pro players who are on the tour and they're trying to be the best they can possibly be. I think Spencer's have a place on the pro tour. I don't think they have a place in rec play uh, with casuals, right? Because I've seen like, you can, there's a reason Morgan calls his serve like the ACL tear or the ACL breaker, whatever it's called. Yeah, because you can literally hurt somebody if they misread your serve. But if you're playing at the pro level, like you should have no problem trying to adjust and return the serve.
1: Okay.
0: Okay.
2: Good nice. answer.
1: Good yeah. answer. I don't. I don't like this, Tyson. We to stump him. Can we ask him something he can't come up with a good answer?
0: I don't know. He's an <laughs> engineer. I, I'm a college dropout.
1: Yeah. No. Shay, what was, uh, we we'll just take a step back. What was your, um, yeah. what was your introduction to pickleball? Like, how'd you get into it? I feel like most football players would be like pickleball. Like I'm not, yeah. actually, that's not true. Cause Tua Vailoa, Did I say that, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's been playing pickleball recently. The Seahawks. There's a lot of players.
2: Oh, dude, there's a ton. I actually, you've probably seen on my YouTube channel, but I frequently play with Danny Warfel, who is Heisman yeah, yeah, no, winner right. in Florida. Yeah. So right. football players are loving it. And it's because there's so much strategy to it, right? They go to the court and they're like, it's fun at first. Like you're hitting a ball. It's very satisfying. And then you get beat and you're like, wait a minute. Like, this is an old man sport. How did I just get beat here? Yeah, and then I you hit go and the go and ball as hard game. as I
0: can. Why? Yeah. yeah how did yeah. I not win? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but my, my kind of like background is I, I realized football wasn't going to pan out and this thing I'd worked for for the last like eight years of my life was just kind of going to stop. And so I went back home and luckily where I'm from, there's what I call a pickleball unicorn. And that is 14 dedicated pickleball courts right next to a lake and there's gorgeous mountains. And I was introduced to it by a member of the community. I started playing, got hooked instantly. It just sounds so satisfying. Like hitting that ball is just, it's just different, man. I can't really describe it or explain it. And then once you start realizing that there's this whole inner strategy to the game, like my actions actively influence what my opponents do. It actively influences what my partner does. I mean, I really got hooked from that point on and started trying to figure out, like how do I become the best I can possibly be at this really interesting sport? Good. Another good answer. <laughs> I
0: like it. No, that's, a, that's great. Uh, and ha- how, how long ago were you introduced to pickleball?
2: I was introduced in mid-2019, and then I started actively playing in early 2020 right around when COVID started happening. So okay. I was still in college at that time, and I got to come home just to do college remotely. And like I said, pretty close to pickleball court, and so I just spent a lot of time out there. So how old are you? Twenty-three. Working 24. on 24 in February, yeah. Oh, you're so We're young. working on it. Yeah, he's on Keep, yeah, keep he's grinding, man. You'll Every get to 24. Yeah. You'll uh, get
0: to 24 it's after it's the grind. It's about 24. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh-huh. Every yeah. day, man.
0: Can't wait. <laughs> and Did people cry. will take you seriously. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I'm twice your age.
2: Yeah, are 42. Is that right? I think I heard you, you say on a previous podcast.
0: Yeah, I am. Oh, you listen to the podcast? Why wouldn't of you? Of course, man. Yeah. Why would you I gotta, not? Right? Yeah, you got to absorb all this content. Also, you never know uh <laughs> what pros are gonna give away what secrets because we we make them feel comfortable here and then they end up you know saying something that gives their game away a little bit ultimately uh yeah I'm 42. we oh, working on 43 though
2: nice nice every day yeah. man we work closer to every those, day we goals. grind
1: to get older <laughs> you wake up you stretch a little mental clarity yeah. uh, and then I'm like how many more days till I'm 43 <laughs> All right, Shay, last thing, if uh, you've got anything going for you, it's that name. Shay Underwood is the most like, that's a pro name right there. It's a powerful name. It is. And
2: I always say that uh, I got it for my birthday, so I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Out of the pros currently on the tour, uh, Thomas and uh, Shay Underwood name, uh, where would you rank just name alone? Like, let's say you just
1: see a smattering of names. There's some pretty cool ones. I mean, Tyson McGuffin is up there. Yeah, uh, Jay David name. Zane Navratil is like a badass name. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's a lot of good names on the pro tour. So, and what's uh, the worst name? Ben Johns is not that cool. Like, it's pretty... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> two first names. Yeah. <laughs> two first names, John Ben's Ben Johns. Yeah, uh, can't have two first names.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Um, Riley Newman sounds like a like a generic like sitcom white guy okay <laughs> pat smith is tough pat smith's not spencer smith's also tough
0: yeah okay so it doesn't it seems like it doesn't matter what strength of name you have in the sport you can make it either way but oh, it uh, matters. She, Every, everything matters to you. okay shay we're rooting for you we're looking forward to more content where can people find you if they want to see these videos what is your channel uh what other socials are you on
2: yeah, so the main channel is YouTube, and that Shea Underwood Pickleball Road to Pro. You can just type in my name S H E A bottom of the screen, you'll find it. Okay. Unless you're on Spotify or Apple, then you probably can't see that. And then other socials, Instagram. I post some content there, but I'm really getting into more TikTok recently. Just short clips on there, like pickleball trick shots. I think that's super okay. cool. I know Irina did that early on. Yeah, uh, but Shea six. Underwood just attacked for that as well. Okay. We're in sick tricks. Me and Tyson are in sick tricks.
0: Yeah, we got are in. You? Yeah, we yeah. got in, dude. We Talked to Irina, oh, she let us
2: in. I didn't we'll realize talk. it was like a club like that. It is, yeah. We'd let you
0: in, just bring your Letterman jacket, uh, to court number nine at uh midnight. And <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, I don't know how we got in, I think it's just because Irena likes us. You gotta know right? somebody, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do have to know somebody. So, oh, Shane. Best of luck. I will definitely keep tabs on you. If you are in Arizona and want to teach uh, a man twice your age how to
1: put some spin on the ball, uh, hit me up. I'm ready to grind, man. Let's do it. Okay. Appreciate that. Thanks, Shay. This was solid, dude. Thanks thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Best of luck. See See you in the DMs. All right. See you guys. He was fun. No, he was really not fun. I can still see him there. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, he nah, can hear just, everything you're saying. Uh, we can uh, still see him off camera, so I was going to see if I could get a reaction out of him, but he dropped. I uh, I like
0: that. I like the information. Uh, I always think it's interesting because I do try spin serve once in a while, but I definitely know I don't practice it, so it's like how am I going to be good at it? Uh, but maybe I'm to that point where I should start learning it a little bit. What do you think? I'm not going to.
1: Okay, you know what? I actually like, dude. Okay,
0: cool. (laughs) Yes, I like your unwillingness to learn.
1: No, I also just like, I honestly like, I just kind of feel like a jerk when I do it.
0: I I mean, I'm not good enough to ever feel, uh, but part of me, I think, would also feel a sense of accomplishment if I really like made someone fall down from my serve. Wouldn't you also be like that? Yeah. Felt like I had something I'd been working on. Um, yeah, Thomas, I want to talk to you about something here. We were gonna, we chatted a little bit about it last week on through text messaging. Yes. you started a Twitter account, a personal <laughs> Twitter account.
1: Yeah, yes, I did. It's and great. you
0: have an AI program yep. operating your account for you, essentially doing most of your tweeting, right? Yep. And it's all like. Tim Robbins esque meets financial consulting style tweets where it's like, yeah. Talent without hustle is dead. And, you know, or is a waste or something. And it's all these like, like almost, you could like almost cut a vinyl sticker of this and stick it on your mirror. That's what every single tweet is. And you are doing an experiment to see if this AI program will build your Twitter following. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, correct. I'm already realizing it's not going to. Yeah, has it, how many also, followers have you lost? <laughs> yeah, that's right. The net gain has been, I believe, because I did gain one yesterday, neg- negative one. So, okay. So you lost yeah. two and gained one. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. Twitter's, uh, Twitter's it's a different, different game. animal. It's words, um,
0: words, but, not video and pictures. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I'm trying to crack the code. So I'm, I'm pretty dedicated to it. I, uh, I actually like interviewed somebody two days ago. Okay. And I am considering- About Twitter? Like, yeah, about like them helping me run this thing. Okay. And uh, I really, I want a good Twitter. But at the same time, based on what this AI thing is tweeting on my behalf- yeah, I also want no one that I actually know in real life to, to follow, follow you. <laughs> yeah,
0: I get embarrassed when I read your tweets a little bit. Yeah, um, but I do it's know exactly they're coming from an AI. And at first, when you were tweeting right. it, I was like, "Is he like looking like financial yeah. sayings up online and then just tweeting yeah. it out?" Because it's it's very cooker cookie cutter ish. Like right yeah. now, like it's exactly like what you would think. It's like,
1: yeah, but any saved is a penny earned. My, my engagements up for sure, but I'm not gaining that's followers. Because I'm, that's because I'm liking and engaging. Yeah, that definitely helps. I'm not even going to pretend like that doesn't help. <laughs> helps. Uh, but Twitter's
0: uh, one of my strongest social medias. Really?
1: You're good. I mean, I'm the whole good words. thing, your yeah. pizza tweet. That was strong, right? It was fire. Yeah. Did you come up with that? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's like those, those things that you just kind of, you just kind of, yeah, that was gold. What was it? Can you remind me? Yeah.
0: It it pretty much was a, it's a pizza rule and it should apply to all pizza eating in any group situation. Yeah. Yeah. Which is if you have an infinite or are going to have a surplus of pizza, then you don't have to eat the crust. But if there is a finite amount of pizza where you're definitely not going to have enough for everybody then it is mandatory if you take a slice of pizza to eat the crust. Like you can't throw the crust away when there's not enough pizza for everybody.
1: Yeah. It's like, if you want to be a good person and a good guy, like you gotta eat that crust or don't take any more. Or don't take any pizza. You can have
0: one slice. Maybe if you're going to throw the crust away, maybe you can have a slice, but you can't have a second slice until that crust is finished.
1: Yeah. If you cut into someone else's pizza allocation, because you don't want to eat all of your pizza. Correct. That's on you're, you. You're selfish.
0: Yes, exactly. That's exactly right. So I tweeted that and people were like, I'd never related harder to anything than this. And I was happy because I know- It changed people's lives. I've been in situations where somebody doesn't eat the crust and they got like yeah. six crusts stacked up and the pizza's all gone. Right. I'm like, hey, bro, you would have had one or two less slices of pizza if you would have just eaten your crust.
1: But- It's also one of those things. If you're in a social dynamic and you call that person out, you Mm kind of people be like, "Dude, like, relax."
0: No, I'm calling people out, dude. If if there's not enough pizza and there's more people that are still hungry, if it's just me, okay, maybe not, because everybody's not everybody's full. Who cares? But if there's still hungry people there, they're going to be on your side, dude. They're rallying with you.
1: Yeah. Well, so to put a put a bow on that, go follow me on Twitter. Like I'm desperate.
0: Um, oh, dude, you've got the greatest tweets. Like I know I said some stuff earlier, but those AI tweets are fire.
1: How, you probably get inspired by some of them. At I get so inspired,
0: I'm like, I got to get up and grind today, man. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: Exactly.
1: I bet <laughs> Shea Underwood would follow it. He yeah, would.
0: he would. He'd use it as his morning meditation. Up,
1: right up his alley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right.
0: So. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> so I do commend you though. I do like that you're doing that. It's, it's fun. And yeah. uh, there I mean, was just one two, or two people that were excited to follow along in your journey.
1: Yeah. Right. Like there's one guy who was like, Hey, send updates. I want to hear about this. Yeah. I'm like, if this is real been, send updates. But now I feel obligated. Um, but I think the secret is going to be in, in replying to bigger accounts with like value add. And it's not just original tweets. I think original tweets with no followers don't go anywhere.
0: Lots of value add, but you still need your original tweets and the best tweets are the honest tweets because that's what people are going to really feel like the pizza one was honest. That's how I really believe and feel. And other people that were passionate about that same argument also did uh, like and respond to that. So that's where you have to go. Or for me, because I was on Survivor so many times, anything Survivor related I tweet goes
1: goes yeah. big. Dude, I saw a picture of you. Um, and maybe you put it up or someone in your Twitter put it up. I'm now like in Survivor Twitter because I've been interacting with you, right? Okay. So I'm kind of like getting a lot of that. But dude, yeah. I saw a picture of you when you were on Survivor and you got to scowl and you're scruffy, and, like Do I look would, like a badass? Yeah, I would have not messed with you, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah i i mean i
1: you're also survived. very tall you're also very tall in person and yeah um, that was intimidating that i noticed when we were hanging out yeah
0: yeah um, so. i uh i'm six three and i am wiry though i'm not like big muscly dude so that yeah. i'm not as
1: intimidating as you I. you ever can have you ever uh you ever thrown a punch you ever gotten in a fight
0: i have and it was it was actually almost never i hate fighting i hate physical <clears> contact <throat> i hate people touching me like if you're trying to wrestle me that's like my worst nightmare like i'm like, Ugh. like the but tickle, then at some yeah but means. then at some point i'm like oh i'm actually stronger than most of the people that are trying to fight me so then it's like once i realized that i'm like oh i'm fine uh there was a guy so there was a girl that was on survivor and she started dating this producer that was also on the show and long story short, he got, he, we were at some after party and he got really belligerent with me over and over and over again. But he was like kind of being playful, but it was really, really annoying.
1: Yeah, it got too much. We've all been. Yeah, yeah. got
0: way too much. And I warned him probably 10 times. I said, I'm going to have to punch you if you keep harassing me like this. And he's like, oh, okay. And then like two seconds later, he's over harassing me again. So I finally threw a punch. It's the only time that I've really punched somebody full force. Yeah punch him in his stomach full force, and he dropped on his face on the
1: oh, you asphalt. Stomach. Yeah, the
0: knocked the wind out of him, and he sat there and was like, Ugh. "And I was like, I gave you ten chances, man. I didn't yeah. want to." So that's a
1: good. That's a good move for somebody who's being a jerk too. Don't like you. Don't like throw a haymaker, but you just You, you know.
0: Yeah, he sat on the curb and caught his breath, and then the next day he apologized to me. Oh really. Yeah. I, it was his fault. Like he was like harassing me so hard and wouldn't leave me alone and yeah. was getting so belligerent. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I'm a peace, I'm a peacemaker in general. And I, if I have to do battle, I choose to do it with my words mostly.
1: Um, I have a I have a question just about like being on Survivor and the way they edit and cut those shows. Do you, do you watch and ever just go, God, that's not what I meant. Or like, God, they're painting me in this, like this way. Like, is that a frustrating yeah thing right no i mean it's part of the game you got to
0: understand that that's going to happen sometimes yeah
1: like yeah. as you fill out
0: the contracts and everything you see that that's like right. they're making tv they're making it entertaining for people and sometimes that's what they got to do so yeah. there's moments where it's like oh that's not chronological they switched swip swapped a few things around to make it look like i was lying which is fine that's i actually am entertained by that I'm like oh that was a kind of a cool movie that they did there in editing some people are bothered by it definitely right 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 right. that's not accurate that's not an accurate depiction I don't care it made great TV and it's hilarious that they were able to spin that thing into something else right
1: you were sort of like big picture big picture this is like this is good for for me for the show for everybody so exactly uh, yeah Yeah. that's interesting I think I would have a I'd probably have a problem with that
0: I think you would, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, and even me, so once in a while when it's like real, like you're like, oh, got me. Uh, but it's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to pickleball, um, though. Yeah. What do we I got like going on? We had the APP last week here um, in Arizona.
1: Yeah. Wait, hold on. I actually, this is, um, so I started off the newsletter with this question and okay. I got, dude, I got like 50 responses, like just people just being like giving their take and it was like split right down the middle. So I said, I was playing with Kyle Yates this past weekend. Okay. Um, and then you were like, is and, that uh, a lie? And people, it think. was a good match. It was Justin Romero, who again, I talked to about, about him before, but he's the club pro where I am. Okay. Uh, he's, he's a great player. It was Kyle Michigan.
0: Yates. In Michigan wow. or in Florida? In Michigan, uh, in Florida,
1: in Florida. Okay, so yeah. you're playing
0: Kyle Yates in Florida with
1: I'm playing Kyle Club Yates, Pro. Justin Romero, yep, and um, and my buddy Matt, who's actually uh, he's a professional ultimate frisbee player on the New York Empire. So he's a good athlete, good yeah. pickleball player. Yeah. So we're having some good matches. Uh, and uh, at one point, Kyle goes like streaking into the kitchen to get uh, a drop shot uh, that I hit, so he returns it. And then he's, like, up very close to the net, just about touching, doesn't touch. And I hit the ball into the mesh of the net, which causes the net to move and touch his leg. Interesting. Okay. So he makes contact with the net, but it's not because of his motion. It's because of the fact that the net moved into him. Okay. But I made the net move into him. So I said whose whose point is that so the ball you know drops to the ground points yeah. over
2: I
0: <laughs> think it's that? I think it's his point because your ball hit the net before the net hit him
1: maybe But that doesn't matter because if I hit the net and the ball goes over it goes, goes on right Who's to say that the, the ball wouldn't have hit in theory hit the net and still gone over had it not made contact with his leg Hmm
0: and what was the response? Is there an answer?
1: Everybody was all over the place.
0: And have you explored the rules or no, asked anybody gonna, official?
1: I, I was going to text Mark Pfeiffer, who's like the head of the USA Pickleball like Rules Committee. He's a yeah. ref uh, before the pod, but I totally forgot.
0: So. That's a really interesting question. I did not expect your question to be that interesting. I've never thought of that before. Uh, yeah. And it's really... <laughs> really interesting because the ball's not dead probably until it bounces back on the ground on your side right
1: um yeah right exactly it's got to hit the ground to be dead. and so yeah
0: yeah, interesting uh maybe there's nothing in the rules even about that but you would think maybe there would be what did kyle what did kyle say
1: he was like i don't know he's like he didn't know
0: either yeah okay nobody there knew (laughs) Did anybody argue one way or the other? What happened? Just a redo or did, did no, you see- No,
1: we all were like, well, I don't know. Replay.
0: So you just replayed? Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's the wise thing to do. Although it was, that is really, uh, yeah, I mean, weigh in guys uh, and gals. Yeah, let us know. Let yeah, us know let in us comments,
1: know. the comments. On the YouTube comments. Yeah. And speaking of, can you guys please subscribe to this thing? Hit that follow button on Spotify subscribe on Apple podcasts. Again, that helps a ton comments, reviews. Uh, if you like this podcast, help us grow it. Yeah. We can keep it around. We can keep, keep doing our thing.
0: And if you have personal questions for either of us, you can hit up on social medias. I talk a lot of pickleball on the pickle play app, which is a place to find courts and players of similar levels. You can download that and DM me there. And I usually respond, uh, pretty quickly. And, uh, yeah,
1: that's it. Cool. Um, one thing that I thought was really funny about Shay, what time are we, are we do we need to, yeah, no, we, got we got a little, a little time.
0: There.
1: Yeah. Um, when like, well, first of all, he had a, like a good, like whole response to every question. Like it seemed like maybe we prepped him. <laughs> like we, we told didn't Roy, prep him we didn't Kid just seems like he's very smart and that's probably why he's an engineer. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know he was like you were like how often do you drill and he just was like I, my drill to pl- my my drill to four play to is is four to one yeah and you're like, okay and then you were and then you asked about like the spin like learning it and he was like well i studied cricket videos like <laughs> who does that yeah and then like the whole morning routine thing like he's uh he's an intense guy. i would not be surprised if he ends up being um pretty successful pro just based on like his He seems very driven. Has his his stuff together, so
0: yeah, it's uh, interesting dude. And I think that I mean, you need that. Like he is looking for every little advantage he can gain in Mm -hmm. a pickleball career. And Mm -hmm. I think that more and more, the more competitive the space gets with these pros, the more all of them are going to have to do that. You're going to see less guys with full time jobs as well as playing pro pickleball. You're going to see more guys doing everything from, you know, and they probably already do have these routines that they have, but even more so where they're gaining half a percent by eating a grapefruit every morning or whatever they got to do. Like yeah. everybody's looking for that teeny tiny
1: little edge. I've like that too. Always looking yeah. for the edge. How can he how can he operate within the rules yes. uh, but push them to their boundaries to to gain an advantage. That's right, what Shay was talking about the serves, right? Yes. You know, yes. you should go for 90% not 100% um because if you're hitting 100% of your serves that means you're not you're Pushing not full speed. Yeah, right, you're not you're not trying to do the extra thing to actually win the point on the serve which is possible or set yourself up for that third shot to be a right. winner or something like right. that. Right, exactly. So,
0: I also think it keeps your opponent guessing if you're missing some of your serves once in a while, then it kind of puts your opponent on their back foot a little bit. If the opponent understands that you're getting a hundred percent of your serves in, it's almost easier for them to be like, I know he's getting it in every time I have to be ready for it to jump
1: yeah. in. It also like relieves the pressure. I think if you're too consistent, rigid respect yeah. every time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no serve matters. Serve, serve, man.
0: Do we have shirts that say that?
1: Uh no, but we have shirts that say the Dink like this. Oh, one.
0: nice! Yeah, that's a cool color scheme.
1: For those watching that,
0: for those watching the YouTube. And if you're not, I can uh, I can uh, mm-hmm. explain it a little bit to you. It's an athletic style shirt that has the Dink logo on there with the big pickleball as the dot of the eye, and then it has. Uh, it's a white. Is that a teal or a blue?
1: A white. Uh we got a I'm sorry, the camera's like reversed. Yeah, you're fine. White. white. We teal black. black. We've got the neon. It's pretty sweet. We got yeah. neon like down here. Oh yeah, some green. Um yeah. No, they're they're pretty sweet. So they are they're dink shirts. Don't ask me who the manufacturer is. They're so they dink, dink shirts. Yeah. Uh we're thinking about selling them. So, you know, for those who are watching the video, let us know if you guys would would be interested yeah. in some, some stuff like this. Um, cause we are launching our new store. It's basically just going to be like merchandise stuff like that. Okay. Uh, in Merch. the, in the new year, in, in January. So that will be cool. Okay. Um, let's see. What do we got uh, coming up only, this week? We don't, we not a ton. I mean like Thomas Wilson signed with Electrum. If you guys follow the Instagram. Yeah. The you saw that. Yep. Uh, Leah Jansen signed with Franklin. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, U.S. Open coming up. Yeah. We've got – no, we got nationals. Nationals,
0: not U.S. Open, nationals.
1: Yep. Seniors are – I think pro singles starts today, so I can read that. Um, I can read you what's going on. So, um, yeah, today is senior pro mixed doubles and pro singles. Friday, you've got pro mixed doubles. Saturday, you've got pro men's and women's doubles. Um, I was looking through the player lists. Uh A lot of people aren't playing
0: yeah there's probably different there's different reasons. I think long season probably attributes to some of that. I think this is probably the busiest pickleball season the pro tour has maybe ever seen or the pros have seen with so yeah. many tournaments. yeah uh, yeah, and then I noticed that there is some vaccination protocol at Indian Wells where the event's being held. that's probably uh, for some uh some type of decision. And yeah. so yeah, probably well, think- those two things coupled.
1: Well, I think the other thing is like, okay, let's just say there's these, you know, handful that, um, you know, they don't agree with the vaccination mandate that drop out. Right. And then they're, they're top players and other players see, Oh, these top guys aren't going, this tournament kind of becomes less important to me in my mind. And then they drop out and then, you know, it kind of snowball, if you will, Hmm. um, the opposite, I'd be like, I'm going to go get that victory. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I, I was like, I was looking at the field and I was like, damn maybe I should go.
0: You should, you <laughs> like should go.
1: Somehow sneak into a, uh, into like a bronze match or something.
0: Um, yeah. There's all these six guys there. Uh, happen, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but just to like. Where can we watch it? Is it, is it being streamed or televised or neither?
1: Yeah. So, um. Well, just go to the You guys can read through. You'll know what, what events are what day. We've got the full schedule because it is kind of complicated. Um, yeah. I don't want you to read the schedule in here. That would be so boring. No. There's like a million entries, but uh, <laughs> we've got it all broken down if you guys <laughs> want to figure out how to watch this thing. Um, but again, like there are a lot of players missing. I was yeah. surprised. I knew some would not be there, but um, I didn't realize the extent so yeah but oh well uh we'll get to see them all next year i'm sure yeah um all right if you uh no last thing gotta plug one more thing one more if you're you're lazy like me dad needs a gift your grandparents need a gift Mm -hmm. your girlfriend needs a gift sure pickleball master course it's an online digital course the literally the most comprehensive and impressive course i've seen out there you can get 10 percent off um using code the dink at uh, pickleballmastercourse.com
0: okay sounds good uh anything to step up your game shay maybe we'll use that uh because any fraction of yeah. an improvement is an improvement yeah uh all right. Thanks Thomas. That was fun. It was fun having Shay here. That's oh, a good episode. Like always, a uh, pleasure to be here. Uh same time next week.
1: Same time next week. Well, going to we decide between Yeah. We'll update you guys. But we we are going to take one episode off at yeah. coming up here. Uh, between the holidays and the new year. So, right. but
0: it won't be next week which will be the 16th. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thomas. All right. Thanks, dude. That's Pickle Bob. See ya.